she was just, she was just such a big part of my life. Like, you know, how are you supposed to let somebody go like that? And I, I just can't let he, her go. Is he talking about the wrong one? I don't know, I dude. can't tell. But you guys but know what I mean, right? Like, it's just, uh, you still think about her, and she's the same person, so nothing changes, and so it's hard. To, I, I just I can't let her go like music that. Smitty. That might have been sentimentally brown, man, but this is Seriously Seagal. Oh, brown man, bearing, bearing oh, your soul. Interesting. <laughs> if I yeah, can pun um, on my own name for a moment. <laughs> Sorry, were we, uh, was that rolling? Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got that on tape. Oh, yeah, we got all that. The millions at home are listening. Our you know, faithful I'm not, minions. I'm kind, of a, <laughs> I'm kind of a softie. You're kind of a softie? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know. I'm I'm a little hard on the outside, but I'm a big softy on the inside. Well, if you think you're hard, then I'm harder. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Man, to quote the warden. Things just got serious in things here. Things got well, serious in right, here. I think I'm ready for seriously Seagal oh, now. I'm snapping you out of You guys are all torqued up, huh? Oh, my Ooh. God. I'm so torqued right now. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, who's torqued? Let's just introduce ourselves really quick. Over to my right, I've got the main man. Yeah, man. Uh, I might be first in command, but I'm the queen bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Stealing your lines, yeah, motherfucker. You really, you really are. This is uh, P-Bear. This is the voice of P-Bear, drummer for the Van Burens. Super duper psyched about uh, tonight's film, Half Past Dead from 2002. Over to my left, uh, shirtless <laughs> with a blanket on his bottom this, half. This is a truly brown man tonight. Uh, uh, yeah, you have hair. You look like a, a Lego man. Hair, hairdo was inserted on <laughs> Raul Julia's head. You look like Rod Blagojevich <laughs> right now. He's Bison. I don't know who any of those people. Are. Yeah, we, General uh, Bison. What about the guy from Chips or like that? <laughs> you do look like Eric Estrada. <laughs> Eric Estrada. <laughs> <laughs> skinny Eric Estrada. Oh my God. Oh. oh yes, of course, Brown Man, aka Flav. Double E. Yeah. You have a good tonight <laughs> time tonight, Flav. Yeah, man, I did. We were in this movie basically. This is just a tale of Peter and Brown Man. It really was. Yeah, it really was. It really was. It's but classic. before we, we get into that, who do I got across the way from me? We got Mr. Smitty Man on the helm over here. You got podcast notes today, Smitty? No. Oh, wow. Ooh. Fairly clear today. It's been a while since we've checked in on that, so, you know. It's been a few weeks, I think weeks, we yeah. check in on that pretty much every week, right? <laughs> do we? I don't think we've done it the last couple of times. Okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. Your notes has been Fair great enough. recently. That's why I think, yeah, you know, pretty, springtime pretty is coming. Springtime is coming, and a, a new feeling in the Seagal room oh, tonight. Man. Because I think we saw it. We just saw one of the best movies we've it was seen, so much fun. guys. Or we'll see. The energy was palpable tonight. Yeah. Oh my god! We it had was, several like <laughs> oh moments. It was where we were like fucking great. Yeah. So many skippies. Oh. Ja Rule. Yeah. There oh, was a lot ja Rule. It was beautiful. Providing mm. some soundtrack as well. Morris Chestnut. Dude. Mo Chest and Mo unlike Chestnut. last Bobby week's the movie, Porter from Under Siege too. Oh so yeah, great. now playing. Uh, he's all grown up. First of all, that's the first thing I noticed. Much older, <laughs> and now he's a bad guy. Um, <laughs> but also the music, unlike last week's movie, was less loud. Like it wasn't drowning out the voices. You know what I mean? We, Seagal was yelling at moments. Did, yes. That was insane. He, he spoke one of the loudest lines I've heard him say in all the movies we watched so far. Yeah, he was. All, oh, yeah. Perhaps the loudest decibel De level he ever reached <laughs> in his lot, entire life was, was in this movie. There was a lot in communication. You know, he was taught. To speak in a very ethnic way as well by mm -hmm. Ja Rule as well in this movie. That's the first time we've ever seen that happen. Yes, he does. It was like he, he was being initiated into we, the community. We <laughs> saw Stephen get, we saw him earn his street cred basically yeah. in this movie, right in the beginning. 
and he slips into the, his his drawl one time, <laughs> yeah. and Ja Rule really yeah. approves of it and gives him dap, I think. Yeah. And then in subsequent <laughs> movies from here after 2002, we see Seagal <laughs> oh. really liberally really using that. Is is this before? This is before Exit Wounds, right? Yes. Or after? Yeah. No, it's before Exit Wounds is 2004. Okay, yeah, this was a, a, kind of the I blueprint, I think, yeah. for Exit Wounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie was freaking great, you guys. Um, they kind of com- uh, combined the best elements of Under Siege 2. Exit Wounds was 2001. Ooh, really? Oh, so the this is a after. rip-off. Wait, rip-off what did we do of, uh, last week? Did we not do it? Oh, no, that was 2004. Sorry, my bad. Well, that was what we did last week. Okay, yeah, yeah. What did we do last week? God damn it, I don't know. We did Kill Switch. <laughs> oh, that was 2000. Uh, I think that, yeah. one was, that was 2003 or two. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Think then. about Seagal's hair in Kill Switch. Yeah. And think about Seagal's hair in this movie. And yeah. try to think <laughs> it's different, but how? Yeah. Well, well in that first scene, we. <laughs> oh, all right, so like it. If we take it right to the beginning, we sure. we get a nice hair shot of him. Actually, beautiful hair shot during this credit <laughs> sequence. So it's it's so yeah. weird. The credits are like superimposed, like really huge over what the, they're filming, and it's yeah, really right, right. don't really know what's going on. Ooh, I thought somebody was going to trip over one of the credits at a certain point, or like <laughs> run into were, one of the credits. They were Interactive big enough credits. that you could. If it was Disney, that's what would happen. If this was a Pixar film, yeah, perhaps. exactly. Ooh, Pixar, Steven Seagal, <laughs> make hair, it happen. Like the bottom of it, like is it's slick back, and then there's a section where it chunks off in the back, and it's like segmented down like a lob, like a you know the pastry item, like a lobster claw, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, or like yeah. just straight up like a lobster tail, yes, basically. Exactly. It's like it's like that, you know, and it like comes it kind of burrows out. This is before well, it kind of turns into just one piece of something. Yeah. He's also taking a nap right in the beginning, right? When this, <laughs> this group of people like swarm his loft. That's true. And he's taking a nap. That's true. So he's got bed, bed head. head. He, I'm, I'm going to put that out there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back up Seagal on this one. Do you think he has bed head throughout the entire movie? Because he's in prison po- as well later. Possible. Maybe he's, li- he's got um, it's very cell possible. head or whatever they call it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, yes, it, where do we start? We start with Steven Seagal being attacked while he's sleeping. But he, he still is... Ready to jump up and strike. Oh, he's alert, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like a, a panther, man. He grabs the gun that he keeps next to his uh, head on yep. the pillow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and he's being attacked by Ja Rule, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. then this older gentleman who we don't see at any other point in the movie, no, right? No, we only see him in the beginning. What was that guy's name? Sonny. He's like the big head bad was guy it, boss. I, I, this is what I heard. I could be wrong. Was his name Sonny Eggfarts? Oh, no, hold on, let man. me see if I can find it. Are you sure? No way. <laughs> There's no way his it name was Sonny Eggfarts. Oh, Sonny Eggfarts. Oh, man. <laughs> Sonny Eggfarts. And then they put Sonny him on... Sonny Eggval. Okay, you can understand my, my <laughs> yeah, misconception. For sure. Oh, Let's we did not Eggfarts. have the subtitles on tonight. Um, and they put him on that polygraph Dude, test what? immediately upon waking him up, rousing him from sleep pretty hard. Yeah. Well, what are they, they trying w- to do here? They want to make sure they can trust they- him. Wait Why? What? Because they're in um, some sort of operation where it seems like they're stealing Dude. cars and profiting off that somehow by taking them like chop shops and right. Okay, I mean, right? yes, like, that's is right. It, like, th- He's basically Vin of, Diesel from the Fast and the Furious movies or something like that. Yeah, it's and, about and, and at one point in this, in, in Sonny's speech, he goes. I have like the biggest crime syndicate from Eastern Europe all yep. the way to um, <laughs> yep. I forget the other place he said, but basically halfway around Western the world. Western Europe, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eastern Europe to <laughs> Western Europe. So uh, we know, you know, it's like you know, organized crime basically is what they're involved. Seagal in. says, "I'm Russian. You got a problem with that?" At some point, I was just trying to figure out what was going on exactly. That's right, because he may, he talks about his name, Sasha Pit. Petrovich Sasha or something? Petrovich. So they're making him take a lie detector test to prove he's not in any criminal or in any 
associations. And what he does right. is obviously he can trick the lie detector test, but he tries to preempt it by just listing off a number of organizations, CIA, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> police, right, KGB. Right, right. And the thing is, he doesn't say FBI, though, because he's smart, because that's the one he works with. Yeah. Thinking he'll start. Well, this guy, that's he right. owns oh, half of Eastern clever. Europe and all this, so he's, he's saying this before. Good. He's like, he knows wait, what he's doing. he didn't mm-hmm. say FBI. So then he gets all close, and he's like, you didn't say FBI. He does like, say U.S. Marshals as well. Yeah, he says a bunch of shit to throw With Robert Downey Jr. and Tommy Lee Jones. Enough, man. That would have been enough for me. Well, but he uh, asked him again, and then he manages to fake this. If course, you were Sonny Eggfarts, you that would have been fine with you. You're like, okay. Dude, if I was Sonny Eggfarts, I wouldn't be doing this low-level shit in the first place, man. I'd be sitting in Eastern Europe banging some hot-ass blonde chick, making somebody else worry about this Good crap. point. Perhaps an alternate <laughs> ending for you. Ooh, for yeah, play. Yeah. Nice. So it be an alternate like beginning that. for That's me. I'd be like, bad. why the hell am I dealing with this shit? <laughs> <laughs> this lobster claw motherfucker in bed. Why am I in this guy's house right now? I am a high-level crime organizer. Like, this is not my duties. That was like that was his job like 15 years ago when he was working his way up the syndicate. That's the kind of shit he did. That's unless, a good point. Why is Sonny Eggfarts even in the room? Unless he just likes that kind of shit, but nobody does that because that's got, why they work their way up to become the head in the first place. Yeah. He, I don't think he. I, I mean, case. he does what trust his guys that he's working with, but he needs to know for himself for sure. He has to be there to to make sure this guy's cool. Ja Rule is watching uh, Steven's vital signs on a Blackberry. <laughs> yes, he is. This 2002, it's, like, iPad kind of thing. It's so weird. It's like, like the black weirdest, and white Game Boy motherfucking looking thing. It's the weirdest polygraph test I've, I've seen, I think, in a film. Yeah, for sure. Because I've never seen one in real life. <laughs> are you, are are you, you telling the truth right now, Smitty? I'm yes. taking a polygraph. Are you hooked up to a polygraph right now? No. Okay, checks up. Okay. I like it. All right. I took a polygraph test. Glad we cleared that up. Um, yeah, I couldn't figure out what was Seagal's relationship with Ja Rule at the beginning. They're bros throughout the movie, and, and there's, there's some debt owed between them, which they do eventually. Hey, spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler They alert. patch it all up, oh, and they have they, a great time at the end. They Shawshank it out of the end, basically. They do, yeah. This was the, um, the best directed movie, I'd say, that we've seen so far. What was the guy's name? Not so far. <laughs> He's uh, three it's first names: uh, Don Paul, Don Michael Paul, Don Michael, Don Michael Paul. Good on you, Steven Seagal. Great, dire- uh, great acting. Good on you. Whoever wrote this, also this, I would say this is Don Michael Paul. Don also Michael Paul. It. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. It's Directed the most taught script uh, we've seen uh, through the first hour of the movie. Uh, I thought it was half an hour. It, it went by so quickly, um, and everything yeah. made sense, and everything came around in the end. And it was. I'm most of all, it was such fun. a bad rating. I don't understand that. Most it's of all, really it was fun. people's it's ratings really fun. are all over the fucking place. There's movies way people, worse than this that got yeah. higher ratings and vice versa. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know how they. Um, rate these if things. you want to just take a listen to this, half past dead is like an alarm that goes off while nobody is in the room. It does its job and stops, and oh. no one cares. It goes through the motions of an action thriller, but there is a deadness at its center. A feeling that oh, no one connected with it Dude. loved that they loved what they were doing. Whatever. Dude, there are moments to be sure when Ja Rule and Norse Chestnut seem to you hear shut the music, your mouth, Smitty. but what they're the dancing shut by themselves. You shut your mouth. Hey, that wasn't my mouth. That was Roger Ebert. No. Dude, Robert, November fifteenth, two thousand two. Yeah, dude, dude. You know what? Shouldn't have gotten great reviews and did Black Mass. I just watched people get murdered for an hour I, I, and a half. Like, why is that rated so much you've better? You've railed against Black Mass on this podcast before. <laughs> have I yes, already we went have. to that? We're here to, we're here to talk about have. Steven Seagal. This isn't right, okay, I'll deeply something else. Let's something get like back that. on the rails. What about Ta- Luke Owen's uh, Dracula Untold? That got terrible ratings, and I watched that film three times. 
<laughs> I don't know if I've heard of that movie. Uh, good point. <laughs> great. What it tells you the love story behind you. Dracula, why he had to become Dracula, man. Okay, so suddenly Steven Seagal and Ja Rule are uh, racing chicken next to a train uh, in one of Steven's hot uh, chop cars, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah. cool, yeah. Basically, I think so they stole, the, st- yeah, he stole, stole the, car. the car, and then they're racing it next to trains and Mack trucks. To sell it somewhere, yeah. I think. Yeah, they bring it to some sort of chop shop. Where Steven Seagal flings him out of the car when they... That was the best scene. awesome. (laughs) He basically starts doing, like, donuts when they get inside this warehouse. And Ja Rule's like, quit it, man. Stop. And, like, he keeps doing it. He's like, stop, stop. And then all of a sudden, the door flies open, (laughs) and Ja Rule just goes flying out. He shatters the windshield (laughs) of a car. And lands on the windshield of a car. And then he's just, like, fine. He takes it like a fucking champ. He's like, like, hey, man. I'm going to kick your ass sometime. He's like, oh, no, one day. He's like, I'm going to kick your ass one day. It's like, why? And then Steven just, like, smiles at him. It's great. It's Peter and Brown, man. But Uh, unfortunately, sorry, not to cut you off, but unfortunately, I was going to say the fun does not last too long because right after getting paid, this turns out to be a setup. Yeah, okay, yeah, there was some switcherooing going on here. Well, it was a setup because, spoiler alert, Steven Seagal has been working for the FBI all along, obviously. Actually, I guess that's not a spoiler. We just talked about it in the polygraph. Never mind. Um, but so he knows that that lady was going to be there, the FBI agent and stuff, but he's right. supposed to pretend like it's like, oh, shit. But what he doesn't expect is that Ja Rule is going to go crazy and start just pulling out double guns on this girl. That's right. Like, ja does kind of blow so up So I don't whole think scene. he expected that. Right. <laughs> um, so immediately this turns into – and this is the first time Seagal like, looks like kind of concerned and he's just like, I wouldn't do that, man. He's like, all right, okay. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> I really wouldn't do that. And he's given him some like brotherly advice at this point. This is point. why I said he's the pea bear to my brown man. Exactly. Like, you would do the same. You'd be like – this is a terrible idea. Don't do this right now. And you would be the one who taught me to say, I eat instead of all right. That's true. <laughs> While we're reenacting the movie Rush Hour yeah. and evading cars before yeah. we do some. So essentially the shootout breaks out. <clears throat> and does who takes a bullet for some? Oh, Steven Seagal takes Steven a bullet. Takes yeah, he, Steven does. Does he for really? Charles, yeah, because yeah, that's he why he's dead bullets. for 22 that's minutes. That's why he... That's oh, where he's we half get the past t- dead. We right, get the title right. of our movie. Yeah. He's not half past. He was dead for 22 minutes. You know, but... um. So then they cut quarter past dead didn't sound as good. So. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. So ten, yeah, so he gets ten shot. Ten till dead. <laughs> and then do we, do, is it immediately, does it cut to the prison next? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think or, it does, right? Well, as um, Seagal is possibly dead at the beginning of the movie, and we're like, what is this, executive decision or some terrible thing like that? Um, oh, it's, a, it's after of several months of recovery, so then they eight go. Eight months right, later, yeah. but he also has the flashbacks um, to his dead wife. Yeah, or af- yeah, after he gets shot. At, when he gets shot. Yeah. I just can't let her go. Um, <laughs> he takes like a ridiculous tumble in that scene as well. And we also meet our uh, FBI agent, uh, Annie Lennox. Um, oh, she's <laughs> the worst. Uh, but so, yeah, we go to prison. Hey, everyone, we finally get to go to prison. It's new Alcatraz. It's new Alcatraz. And it's eight months later. And let's maybe talk about prison. Yes. And let's, uh, let's do that. Let's go to a segment, Smitty. Hit that music. Flavors. Oh, the flavors. What world. a flavor would you like today? Chicken curry, palak paneer, chicken samosa. No, not those kind of flavors. We're talking other kind of flavors today. We're talking flavors of prison. Prison. <laughs> the flavors the of fla- prison. Ooh, that's, that's what we're talking that's about. That sounds today. really dirty. We're talking <laughs> prison culture. We're talking prison culture. Do not Google the flavors of prison. Oh, yeah, dude, that's probably a porn site or something. (laughs) I I wonder. I loved uh, Steven's do-rag. 
Yeah. I was no. like, why Why is he the only one who gets that? Like, because he's the star of the movie, I guess. So he's got to separate culture, himself from the other I wanna, guys. I want to talk about the organization and the disorganization of prison culture. Mm-hmm. I think in a way it's great, especially these super max prisons. I respect them because you've got some sort of order, right? You've got the warden who's in charge. Sure. And then in this movie, no, in general, in most okay. super max prisons, there's a warden, right? So he's obviously in charge. But in you then know you've this got from this movie and Maximum Conviction. <laughs> no, yes. and from watching fucking jail and like Maximum Conviction, like prisoners on like reality shows and shit. Okay, cool. Did right, you cool. watch like TLC and Bio and National Geo and stuff? They have that kind and of thing. And A&E, bro, of course. Yeah. I think you saw so, a couple episodes of Oz. <clears throat> Alright, how long is this fucking theme music? <laughs> really long. Keep Are going. Are you complaining about the length of the theme music play? <laughs> this is one of my favorite music. I, I, this is one no, of my but this is like a symphony. <laughs> it's great. It's Keep going. Man. This is going on for like a minute. Tell but, us about prison, dude. No, so then From underneath the war experience, you have even more quote-unquote organization. Now, sure. I'm using that word, but we'll come back to that. You have people who are leading different gangs. You have, like, say, like the Aryans. You have, like, the Latino gangs. You have et cetera, et cetera. And underneath them are their quote-unquote bitches. So you see there's an order and, like, whatever. You got to take it sometimes to become a bitch or you're giving sure. it to... Whatever way it happens, you either took some or you gave some to work your way Jesus into the Christ. world. There's okay. this order. But yep. here is the danger. Okay. I love right. that the theme music stuff. Yes. The danger, and I'm not going to give this away because we're going to talk about this in the plot, but there's always disorganization because you have to remember that your bitches are still prisoners. Though they are your bitches. Good advice. Though they are your bitches. <laughs> the wise they're still prisoners. from former convict <laughs> Raj Flavor Majumder. <laughs> Did you shank a dude on day one? Man, and that you know I fucking <laughs> had to. You got to set these bitches straight, man. Oh my goodness. They gotta know, man. Oh no, goodness. but you gotta remember that they're still prisoners, so they are going to act in unexpected ways. And I think you two, having seen the movies, know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, totally, let's see. I totally, yeah. You and, do. And our listeners will know once we right, reach exactly. the, the climax. So that's of this all I'm gonna film, say. Sure. But other than that, prison life is pretty organized. Here's what yeah. I thought about prison life from the movie. Okay, you, yeah, it's absolutely. family. It was like a family. Everyone was just kind of like fooling around with each other. There's one guy playing video games. Playing video games. There was the one guy painting on the walls. Mm, like sure. the warden was like. We want you to use your time and, you know, do something productive with it. You know, yeah. like this guy's, you know, he's a gamer. This guy's an artist over here. You know, like write a song, read books. Little you know. Joe is playing video games. It was a beautiful place to be. It yeah. was. Let's it go was. to prison, you guys. Let's get <laughs> Let's into that. Let's do it. Let's get into Alcatraz 2. Wasn't that where like the, the term, Alcatraz. Uh, isn't that where the term Club Fed came from? It was just like these... Like it was like a low security prison for like very rich people. And they like kind of had the stigma of being kind of like nice and like, yeah i'm sure there's you know there's so that's why it was called Fe- like it was something club fed was related to like the sure, term like club, right. med. club med yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. exactly. You're right prison. okay so <laughs> um but yes this is a maximum security prison on an island uh is it Which off features, of san francisco yes off of san francisco yeah. It does feature lots of hydraulic lifts inside this prison, too, which I was very surprised about. (laughs) Clearly, The Matrix had just come out, and this movie resembles that in a lot of ways. When did The Matrix come out? 1999, I believe. It was one of the first DVDs I owned, for sure. I was nine years old. You were nine when The Matrix came out. That's crazy. 1999, I was nine. 1999. um, but yes, this prison has a lot of hydraulic lifts and futuristic technology and uh, palm printing, scanning, yeah. voice oh activation. But There's a lot of Mission Impossible involved. But oh it's yeah. all pretty well put together, I would say. Here's the thing that I want to say sure. with prison culture is okay. I want to ask you guys, 
knowing what I had to do to fucking work my way up yep. when I was inside. Yeah. Sorry, I get a little emotional. Cool. What would you guys do on your first day of jail to set either an example or to keep yourself safe or whatever it be? What would you do if you got it's your first day, your maximum security? What do you do? I'm trying to prove that I'm the hardest guy around. Uh, maybe that's not your your mission is. Maybe you want to be somebody's bitch. I don't know. What do you do? I think yeah, I would honestly um, be become like somebody's bitch. No, I would try to avoid that whole situation. I don't know about showering generally. I've heard some people like actively seek out like an alpha to become like part of their gang, and so they're safe. That's uh, are you it's suggesting safe. that's what I should do? No, I'm just saying that <laughs> these are options. This is cool, man. Um, I think I would be like, uh, let's form a band. <laughs> yeah, nice prison band. And, That'd and be fun. Hopefully, okay. people would appreciate that. Okay, and, I like uh, it. Yeah, Smitty, what you what would you do to not oh, be the bitch God, in I don't prison? Know. Or the question I, 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 I would be a bitch. I'm just saying, what would you do on your first? Day? I would maybe just try to act like pretty quiet, but kind of like this guy could go off at any moment, like okay. kind of a little crazy. So just kind or of like how he is all the that, time. Yes, like, right. exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't right. really have to change much, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think I could just go in there and do my thing. You know what I think what happened is be all right. people would offer themselves up to Smitty and be like, no, that's not what I wanted. And then he'd be known as a merciful one in prison and he would have a gang called the Merciful Ones. <laughs> and he would like become the head and everyone else would be like, damn, dude, like how did this guy <laughs> it form It sounds like that, that so cult fast? from uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which cult? That shames uh, Cersei. Oh, okay, yeah, those yeah, yeah. Religious weirdos. Yeah, those are those are the weird the cross the sparrows. Yes, yeah, 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 the, the, yeah, the high sparrow. Shout out to Game of Thrones, four days. Shout out to Game of Thrones, a series with many amazing characters. There were a lot of great characters yeah. in this movie. Let's maybe start talking about some of them. Let's, Let's hit the Keith David Non Segal Memorial MVP Award. That's me, Keith David Non Segal MVP. Oh yeah. What's going on, Keith? Hello, it is me once again. I have nothing better to do at this point. Hey, man, you know, you're kind of a regular at this point. Are you, where are you living, Keith? Are you here? I am living in your basement and playing Othello every night. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, can you work on that dryer while you're at it down there, man? <laughs> yeah. Whoops, that was my bad. <laughs> I was washing my geese and shotguns. <laughs> And drying them. I, he didn't oh clean the lint out God. of the filter. Thing. No, he, <laughs> yeah, that, that was the problem. Son of a bitch. Get out of here. All right. Okay. Hey, Bye. P-Bear, what do you got for our MVPs now that we sent Keith to do some work? Well, once again, I want to say that this this was a really good movie. And I think yeah. when we've seen uh, Seagal films succeed, they are uh, generic. And we've seen everything happen before. Like in this movie, nothing was totally new. But the cast around him is really good. And I thought tonight the cast around him was really good. Very Money was spent on this movie. This was, was this a uh, direct to DVD no, release? This was it a was feature theatrical. film. Yeah. Theatrical cigar. We haven't but done it, this uh, in a little it while. It just <laughs> fell short of making money. Budget was twenty five million. It made nineteen point two. Oh, it should have done Guys, better than that. This go and get this movie. Buy it on iTunes. Buy the YouTube version. Let's get this thing up. Give some guys some more yeah. of that paper. Guys. Yeah, get Seagal some paper. You're so going can to his New Year's Eve concert. Come on, guys. Buy Seagal, some movies. Get us to play at your New Year's oh Eve concert, God, Seagal, please, seriously. man. We love you. Let's Dude, do it. I love you, Seagal. Um, but so yeah, this movie had a very good supporting cast, and I, I think. Um, <clears throat> Here's something I'm going to propose. I don't know. Keith okay. left the room, but I don't know if he's uh, going to like this idea. I think well, the Keith better do it David... Yeah. Quick. I think the Keith David Nonsegal Memorial MVP Award yeah. should maybe be changed to the Morris Chestnut Nonsegal Memorial MVP Award. Oh, my God. Because... And here's why. Here's why. Here's why. 
Here's why. He plays Morpheus, basically, in this movie. He does a great <laughs> job so as Seagal's villain. He was in Under Siege 2, playing Bobby Porter, Seagal's sidekick. Okay? And then he's also in Urban uh, Justice. Yes. Three the times. He, he's been with Seagal three times. Keith David, we've only seen KD Here's the issue, twice, boys. baby. Morris Here's Chestnut kills it. Hold on. Oh. Morris Chestnut also super ripped, I'm going to say. Oh Very handsome. God. Yeah, he is. He's a good looking dude. I want him to Keith and Keith David to maybe have some kind of, maybe on a future episode we could have the two of them battle it out. <sighs> what's, what's your issue, Flav? I think you have I, I may think not have reasonable told issue. you guys this, but what? me and Keith may have went and gotten that trademark. Really? He had a sawed-off shotgun on my face. What was I supposed to do? Use your little tiny pistol that you have. <laughs> um, yeah, I might have actually left that at this chick's place. Oh, God. Flav. She wanted to see Flav. my tiny pistol. I thought she was talking about something else. She literally <laughs> met my tiny pistol, and so I... Oh, wow. so you well, you know, I was disturbed by the fact that it wasn't going the way that I thought it was going. So then I just kind of stormed out. It wasn't out and I firing left the pistol. properly. Yeah, well, you know, I left the pistol there. So regardless, Keith really wanted to make sure that we kept his name on this thing. So we got it trademarked. I mean, we can obviously figure something up, but I mean, I just. If you change the name of my award, uh, hey, I'll show Keith. you my tiny hey, pistol. Hey, Keith. I would not want that. Oh, please. Hey, Keith, Let's... how's it going? I don't care for anything P Bear oh, is suggesting. Yeah. All right, Keith. Hey, man. <laughs> Let's keep it easy there. What? That shot. Is that thing loaded? Why is that? Of course loaded? it is. What's it always that? is. I keep it under my bed. Oh, boy. All <laughs> my right. bed pillows. Keith, right, would point, it be okay point, if we, point if point we picked anymore. an MVP? I'll point this at you, Smitty. No, please don't. I'll just... point this at you, brown man. Oh, Jesus. Don't do that. Who's the brownest man in the room now? It's you, man. <laughs> it's always been you. That's right, motherfucker. <laughs> that's a. Oh, can who's, we? Who's your MVP, p- Flav? Oh my god. Go him. Sorry. Oh sorry, my god. <laughs> my MVP. Oh, sorry. Is actually Little Joe. Yeah. You son of a bitch! You stole that mine. That was absolutely Smitty's MVP too. Oh, he was. He was a fan favorite. Who, who, who was Little Joe? Not here? for. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna let Smitty. Because it was his big. Explain who Little Joe is, and okay, then I'm like gonna that. tell you why he's my MVP for a reason that I'm sure that I'm hoping that Smitty's not gonna fail. Okay, okay. all right. Let's, let's so, hear well, Smitty, right, so give us a little bit. All right, so back to when we enter the prison at first. Yes, you know, yes. Seagal, Ja Rule, we're both getting processed, getting introduced. And the warden gives his speech. We meet Little Joe, who is the guy in the cell playing video games. And Little Joe is not very little. He is a very, very large man. He is huge in height and width. His name is ironic. It is. It's kind of like Little John from Robin Hood. Now, wait. (laughs) Let me interject there. And sure, before Smitty goes on, I'll tell you, because this applies to his name, the reason that I picked him as my MVP is Little Joe is played by one person by the name of none other than Michael Bear (gasps) Telefero. Nice. His nickname is Bear. As soon as I saw that, I was like, you got to be kidding. Who the fuck is named Bear in these credits? And I clicked on it, and it was a little joke. <laughs> I love that this 500-pound man has the same he's name great. as me. He's that's great. fantastic. So that's why I pick him. Keep going, Smitty. All right, and he's, he's just like, he's a nice dude. He seems like he's the guy who would get along with everyone. Um, and you what, know, what did he do to get there? By the way, if I can go to the I don't uh, know. Peninsula, that, I don't. Th- I don't <laughs> think we. I don't think we've. Uh, we, I don't think we've ever found he probably, that out. Like, was never talked about. Probably like witnessed the child being murdered or like being like attempted to be murdered, oh. and he like 
ripped that guy in half so he went to jail, but it was for a good cause. <laughs> yeah, that's something. So that's why that. the warden knows that and that. like lets him play video games and golf because he's like, you're a good man. But like he beat a guy to death with a golf <laughs> stick. He's like, don't touch that girl. The he killed the like, guy with a <laughs> golf club, and that's why he's always playing uh, like early that's why the Tiger Woods. Always playing, asking him yeah, how's he's it swinging. Golf on the video game is oh That's why he's always saying how's it swinging, and he gets pissed off at the warden because he's like, come oh on, god. warden, you know it was for a good reason. Yeah, you but, love little Joe Smitty. Oh my god, he he was great, and of course uh, later in the movie, spoiler alert, there's a weapons cache scene. Yes, oh, yeah. the prisoners stock guns. up, you know, and of course little Joe has like this huge. It's almost kind of like a. It's not quite a mini gun. It's more kind of like a BAR or something like that. But Damn, dude. He, How do you know that? I don't even know what those things are called. It's uh, well, that's like an old World War II gun. Oh, okay, so the, uh, this is World War II. Um, but anyways, in, in the final scene, spoiler alert, little Joe. In the shootout, does not make it through. Oh God, that was uh, a tough a, moment. It was a really those. tough death. He oh, he gets God. shot up, and then his body falls down into the uh, hydraulic lift uh, elevator <laughs> hall. That's right, it came back down. <laughs> yeah, he falls. Yeah, he, everybody was so pissed at that uh, moment. It, it was, was the so most sad. dramatic moment of the movie. I was so. And not only ten minutes earlier, I go, if they kill little Joe, I'm gonna be so fucking <laughs> yeah, you, pissed. And it, I it, think it, our like most like. Our first, like, most dramatic, like, yell was when Jarl got, like, thrown out of the car. And then yes. our second, like, most dramatic <laughs> yell was, like, when Little Joe got, we were like, Absolutely. No! <laughs> Absolutely. And they projected it so hard a minute uh, and a half before. Yeah, they there did. Was su- there was a, a real Little Joe homage sequence that was very long and all of it in slow motion. I was also thinking, I love and this movie. And one of the climaxes of this movie is two old people walking in slow motion. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, it is. When the judge and the host, when the oh, two hostages, oh, okay, it, yeah. it was it was really yeah. intense, and they had that the rock situation going on. Yep, and that and that's obvi- that ties into what I was oh that ties into what I was saying earlier about you may think that you have an organized group, but you never know when you have prisoners. Little Joe only died because prisoners did not stick to the plan. That's true. That Twice true. in this movie, the prisoners yeah. don't stick to the plan. They do not stick. The last plan was sound like they were. They were, had something good going, and then they just all went haywire. But they seem like the best guys. That's what I want to say. They is that they organized like behind guys. saving this prison pretty fast. They're like, hey, man, like, th- when the hell is someone... That fat Joe's like, little Joe's like, man, I didn't even afford an Xbox outside of here. Like, I'm playing golf every day. Shit, I'm staying here, man. Like, if I go outside, I'm on welfare again. I can't <laughs> afford Xbox and games all day. They choose to, go to defend work. their prison they do, against man. terrorists What's interesting hostages. is that they, they quickly banned behind... Seagal is the leader. So and not just band behind him, but they're like asking him permission when they go to this guns cache to like get guns from him. They're like, Can I have this one? It's like, is it okay? And he's like, Yeah, take that one. Yeah, that'll be all right. <laughs> he's That's all right. Yeah, he's showing like, them Can how I to hold it. He's reaching around them like <laughs> he's the like receiving ghosts. Prisoners that are like in jail for like the worst crimes are like asking Seagal for permission. Like it's just like how it suddenly do they turns know? into the yeah. bad news bears and yeah. he's Walter Matthau. Yeah, it's like teacher and student, like coach players. He's coach Carter. I think it's, it's Seagal is an alpha. What can you do? Yes. When this guy shows up in prison, he's an alpha. He's he runs noticed. the show. But why is Seagal so driven to get this information and do all this stuff? Why is he so driven? Because it's he because works for the we, FBI. And right? we also find out that Sonny is responsible for the death of his wife. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's right. That's the, that's the driving force behind that basically was the whole movie. Uh, 
they needed to come back to they, that one more time they, in the middle to make it make yeah. any sense because that that you don't drive, even find that out until probably what ten minutes left in the movie. Yeah, yeah that is like, there's not even hint because of it Sonny didn't come back. Sonny Eggfarts, of course. Ah, um, but it's a fun movie. It's a lot like Maximum Conviction. Yeah, it's set in a prison. It's a uh, like Under Siege Two. It's a hostage hostage crisis. I, I would take this over Maximum Conviction. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would for, too, sure. for sure. So we meet. Um, so we first meet Bobby Porter, a.k.a. Morris Chestnut, when he's, he seems like a good guy for he, a moment at that press conference. He is. I yeah. believe he, he well, works like originally. a veteran, yeah, exactly. and he works as an assistant to uh, one, of, one of the yeah. guys that came in with the judge he's like an assistant yeah. to or but something But 60K like and whatever doesn't do blah, 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 whatever he's he like, said I about money. Well, Dude, let's I've get back to like the main... I've been less than that as an adjunct. So, so shit, what's, his, what's his motive? What does he want to do? Well, okay, he's, so we meet this other character, basically, who becomes a very hinge point of the plot. The when, executed guy? When, yes, when this uh, dead man walking, but he's no Sean Penn, um, <laughs> uh, arrives wearing a red shirt, like a Star Trek reference or something like that. Um, <laughs> uh, this older man, he looked like Alan Arkin. Very much so. I, I thought it was. Yeah, yeah a couple he really looks like Alan Arkin. <laughs> he shows up. He has just um, robbed. Stolen. He's stolen $200 million in gold from the feds, mm-hmm. and it's still missing. And he it, derailed it, a train. Yeah, it was a we train find heist. out later that he derailed a train and while killed he was five doing people. It. But this guy is almost our father exposition of the movie because he's he's a kindly old gentleman he in is, a certain sense is. and is very just a stately yep. old man who he winds up seeking uh, after Steven Seagal in prison for advice because Seagal himself has been the titular half-past dead man. Yeah. So this man who is about to be uh, executed uh, is interested him, yeah. in, in learning about death from Seagal. I thought that those scenes were actually fairly well written. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't too no, bad. This is, a was. Well, this is a fine movie. But yeah, so while that's happening, you know, he talks to him and things like that, and then he's about to be executed. You know, like Stephen doesn't give him really like that much of an. We're in a, a black box theater with a trap door that rises up to, for this very futuristic <laughs> execution chamber. Can I ask, does this thing actually happen? Because I've seen this in um, uh, Law Abiding Citizen too with Gerard Butler, where there's a scene where people, Jamie Foxx and the and the DA and people are fucking watching somebody. Be yes, executed. yes, yeah, that yeah. happens. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand the point of that. So seeing this, what is what is this gentleman? Why would you I, want to? Why is this thing in place in our legal system that you have to watch this person be? Executed? You don't have to. You don't have to. You can if you want you to. That's they, which is that, fucked up. Isn't that yeah. weird that people would be like, I feel like I need to watch? I this. think it's well, weird some, that we execute people. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, some people want to see justice happen. I would say. Yeah. Which is kind of fucked. Well, up. are you against the execution? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. Are you Absolutely. against the execution? I'm yeah, not. I would say for 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 most parts, for most things, there are some people. But that's I'm a whole okay other discussion. Of the choices, no, 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 yeah, no, that's fine. Flair, here's a question for you: of the choices of execution yeah. that uh, this gentleman, what's his, what is his name? Uh, Lester. Lester. Lester is given. Yep. Uh, this man who derailed a train is two hundred million dollars of gold stashed somewhere in the world. We don't know. Yep. Uh, he's given a few options for his. E- what were the options? Can of execution. Hear them again? I believe uh, lethal injection was yep. one. Yeah. Um, oh, a hanging. Hanging. Firing uh, squad. Gas. Gas, firing squad, firing electric squad, yes. right? or um, electric chair, and then yeah, and ball, ball, uh, ball torture. Oh yes, 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 yes. Uh, what Ooh. would you choose? Um, ball torture. <laughs> I knew it. I knew <laughs> it. <laughs> I knew. But probably close second, I'd take the lethal injection. <laughs> yeah, super great. This is fun. Um, <laughs> so basically, <laughs> in bus the crew from Blade or the Matrix. Matrix crew. Yeah, I, the, the 
Trinity character? I was thinking that she, yeah, exactly. She, she was a babe, dude. She's not Trinity. She's a she's one she less. She's duality. Babed. Because uh, she, she's duality. Because she's not quite Trinity. Why was she wearing that blue eyeshadow the whole time, I don't dude? Because she's a babe. The prisoners commented on it though. They liked it. <laughs> they do. They were like, I, they were like, whisk, they were like catcalling her the whole time. I think that was an ADR thing when somebody oh, yeah, pointed definitely. out why is she wearing this blue eyeshadow this whole time for this uh, crack elite squad to come <laughs> in and even... fuck things up in this execution. She is 49er number six. Yeah, and why are they the 49ers? They're called committee? 49ers because they're on the hunt for this gold that this guy Lester has hidden somewhere in the world, and they want to find the location Dude. of it. So that's why they break up his execution is because they want to. She's 49er six. Yeah, they want to. Do you want to guess how old this chick is right now? Yes. In this movie, of course, being 14 years old. Okay, I'll minus that. Say in the movie, what do you think she is? 14 years ago, Four, I'll 40. Give you that. Fuck you, then. All right. Was that exactly right? Yeah. Yes. She's 54 now. Oh, no way. How did you get she's I would have said nice. she's younger than that. Because you were shocked by it. And you want to ask us. I'm sorry. I really ruined that. I should have said, like, 19 yeah. or something. <laughs> I'm going to put a jar of honey outside your room tonight and make it really hard to open. You wouldn't, you I son would. of a bitch. I would now. You've broken my wrist, my ankles. You oh suplexed me, God. and now you do this. You know what? Speaking of all those things, sure. <laughs> why don't we actually go to um, Smitty's segment of Snapping with Smitty? Here we go. We got to find out this week, man. Yeah. Good action in this movie. Great action. Good action. What do we got? Snapping. Snapping. Snapping with Smitty. Snapping with Smitty. Snapping. Half past dead. Not much hand to hand in this film. Lots of gunplay. We do that, we do right. have isolated yep. pockets of hand to hand combat. He also kicks um, the shit out of the people. Yes, he does. He does. He does kick the they shit out of people. They beat up that prison There's guard in the beginning and who with no they, consequence. Yeah, oh they, yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> they <laughs> did <laughs> kick the shit out. I forgot dude. about that. Yeah, and then they became friends with um, him later. He, see, they, they, he they, saves him later. Prison is family, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's with you know, We beat the shit out of each other. Unfortunately, right, though. We got a big fat goose egg for snaps. No whomp, snaps. Whomp, there were so many opportunities for him to do snaps. Like, there was a couple times he grabbed people's arms, and I was like, oh, it's coming. And then he just basically kind of like Irish whipped them over uh, yeah. this big, like, um, I don't even know what it was, overhang on the floor below. Yep. <laughs> Did some glass break at any point? Lots of glass was broken <laughs> in this film. There's also that one scene where I think, like, it. Or it appeared to me that like, the stunt man was meant to go through not just the glass, but also the frame part. Okay. And he just ended up like hitting the glass and the frame that didn't look like moment. it broke. And it looked oh. like he got like really fucked up from that. And then he, so got, sh- he gets up and goes, what a rush. Yeah, he just yeah. gets up. Yeah. Shout out to great. that stunt man who did that. I appreciate that shit. Yeah, the stunts were really good in this movie. Yeah, they were fun. It was well done. There were a lot. There was a lot of uh, rope and wire working going on. <laughs> well, I don't know why, but there were lots of chains hanging from the ceiling of this prison. This prison um, block, for some reason. So, like at multiple points, multiple points of the movie, people were jumping off the top levels yeah. and grabbing onto these chains and swinging on so them like Tarzan. Good, well, like a, they're having a gun in the other hand, just yeah, shooting oh, freely beautiful. in a choreographed Cirque du Soleil moment. There was. Um, 
Uh, what's the name of that uh, Twitch? Twitch does Twitch. Some, some absurd acrobatics. He does, at, he at does. Yeah. Played by Corrupt. Twitch. The rapper Corrupt. Dude, and I didn't even know about Corrupt. And he's yeah, the man. star of the sequel to this movie. <laughs> Along with Bill Goldberg. Oh, I think we might have to watch that at some point. I'll be down. That might be like a bonus episode <laughs> of this podcast at some time. Um, so zero snaps. Zero snaps. Nah. Unfortunate. Yeah, that's too it bad. Happens. But you know, sometimes you gotta do that to make yourself appreciate the times that there are snaps. It's true. Exactly. That's that's kind of how it is. The nights we go without, and I feel like everything else worked. I mean, yeah, the, you know, Seagal, throw some snaps <laughs> in your movie, maybe or next time. But. Or throw some our way, you know, kill us on film. Kill, kill us, us on film, Seagal. Kill us on film, Seagal. Hashtag kill us on film. It's sweeping the nation. <laughs> Everybody wants the Seagal goons to be murdered by Steven Seagal. <laughs> Please. In dramatic ways on film. It's true. Hey, Raj, if you had to go, if you had to eat it in this prison tonight, how would you want to go? I've asked you how you want to die twice. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I feel like we're coming back to very dark topics yeah, during this one tonight. Hey, man, I love life so much that it's all right. Um, <laughs> let's see. How would I want to eat it? Are you asking in general how would I want to eat it in prison or specifically in the circumstances that were happening in this movie, how would I want to die? The latter. Um, then I would want to die. I would want to be... S- Smoking a bowl okay. in one of the cells while the action was happening, and I accidentally get blown up by the rocket launcher <laughs> that <laughs> Twitch sets off at yeah, Seagal Because I happen to, to be in that cell. Yeah, I didn't yeah, get the yeah. memo that this demonstration was happening, so I'm smoking a bowl back there and I just get blown up. Seagal famous for his demonstrations. Yeah. Uh. There was a moment when Seagal and Ja Rule are, are hanging out in the helicopter that crashes and sticks uh, into the ceiling. such a good moment. And, uh, Great acting, too. Yeah, oh, from nice. Seagal acts his butt off in this movie. This I is don't understand the best how this got such bad... I'm upset about that. The moment when um, he says um, about his wife, she was the best part of me. Yeah. That's some I legit actually, acting from Seagal. Do you have that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's Can you hear that. This is the yeah, best yeah, acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seagal, Oscar. This is Seagal and Ja Rule in the helicopter towards the end. This is a classic P-Bear and the Brown Man. Is yeah, what am I doing here? Earning your trust. Maintaining my cover. You ain't screwed that up. Well, the Bureau thought if we did time together, you'd trust me with more sensitive information when we got out on the streets. You know? <laughs> Love the music. I want Sonny that bad, huh? My wife's dead because of him. She died after one of his men jacked by a car and put four bullets in her chest. Is this extra slow? It seems like it. <coughs> no, man. <coughs> you bet your life I wanted that bad. <laughs> That's what's up, Steve. Sorry, man. I didn't know. <laughs> or they just drink cough syrup before this take. <laughs> this is Here it is. She was the best part of me. God damn, God. dude. Emotional, dude. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I, I really felt that one from Seagal oh, tonight. Oh, man. Um, okay, so again, it, it's, it's under siege, too. Mm-hmm. Morris Chestnut attacks this place with his crew. Um, he's got duality with him. I'm going to call her that. They attack <laughs> the black box theater where this uh, uh, lethal injection is about to... Uh, they're waiting for Godot's lethal injection. Uh, <laughs> and uh, also this judge is here, the judge who had sentenced this guy to die. She's in the is, witness is box. Here, is here to witness it. Um, so she immediately becomes... Uh, this gentleman, uh, Lest- Lester, I keep wanting Lester to call him. Lester is the yeah, guy on death row. Um, he, uh, Lester. Lester. 
he, he immediately becomes the hostage. They're asking him, hey, where's all that money? Yeah. Um, what I really liked about this movie and I thought was very smart is that Morris Chestnut's helicopter crashes, his skippy, so to speak, right. crashes into the roof. So that the bad guys immediately have uh, their That's stakes problem. change and their goals change. Um, just as Seagal is under sieging it, because Seagal pretends to die at a certain point. He just, they shoot he like just a bear and he just kind of falls oh, yeah, down with the like, other guy oh, who yeah, actually he gets lies shot. Down That's just, how he the cop that he just beat the shit out of like, is in the situation that he's always in of being this this rogue actor in a hostage crisis <laughs> yeah. who can go wherever he wants, even though he's six foot four <laughs> yeah. and like two seventy. We love you, Seagal. Come on the podcast. Um, uh, yeah, so so that's essentially what's, right after that, it just turns into a straight up like. Just good guy versus bad guy, you know what I mean? Like the good the good guys are just organizing all their guns and stuff like that and getting right. together. The good guys who are actually maximum security convicts, and the bad yeah. guys who are just kind of waiting it out and trying to figure out what the hell to do because their original plan went through the drain when their skippy crashed through this thing. Right. So so they're immediately on their backs, and they the FBI starts to contact them in this yeah. hostage crisis, yeah. um, but they put the judge then. The older lady judge, yep. the first, the only the third uh, female Supreme Court justice. To be um, yep. They put her in the mm -hmm. execution chamber. Yeah. So raising the stakes now, they're not necessarily con concerned just about gold, but they're concerned about getting out of there. So right. now they're they're asking for they're like on the line saying, as many skippies as you've got, FBI, yep. Yep. you're sending this way. But meanwhile, the FBI people are also communicating with Seagal, so they know that they're in okay hands. But right. You they have a I mean? man on the inside. Right. So then, the, yeah, the next part of this movie is just them battling it back and forth, which is pretty awesome. Some good action sequences overall. Um, a lot of gunfights. Lots of gunplay. Lots um, of gunplay. Lot of gunplay. Gun that moment when uh, they the, are very bad shots, by the way. Uh, duality is is running down the hallway, and the door the door is closing. Uh, her like the space door is closing on her. Yep. And uh, Seagal catches her gun halfway between the door, and then flips it, it on flips her and starts firing. Yeah, that was flips. ooh, that was that was really nice. That was a cool moment. Um, I also I believe called the moment when uh the uh Morris Chestnut's guys uh get uh captured for one second and. And he, I said, just kill your own guys. Right, yeah, and, and that's exactly what he did. And that's exactly what he did. <laughs> P-Bear called that one. And Raj said that I have the, like, the mind of an evil mastermind. Dude, you have the mind <laughs> of a criminal. Uh, the, uh, the, one, <laughs> the one religious man in this movie is killed very, very quickly. Oh, man. Very fast. <laughs> that poor bastard. Um, and we heard that some really sucks. great uh, lines throughout. You want to go to maybe one of our yeah, favorite I'm segments? Yeah, I'm looking at him right now. And let's talk some Flav's faves. Flavors phase. So the the thing was there wasn't that many one liners. There were more like long liners to be honest. But I have a couple that I liked. Yeah. There was more like interactions that I thought. I wish this was like Flavors favorite interactions. There's a lot of Peter Brown interactions between <laughs> Steven Seagal and <laughs> Ja Rule. But hey, um, Smitty and I have one question for you, Flav. What are your oh, faves, faves, Flav? <laughs> yes. Of course. Um, uh, <laughs> we've got, ooh, oh, man, I'm trying to think of which one I like the most. All right, I'll order it like this. I like the the first one is when Steven Seagal and uh, Ja Rule are just done with the polygraph test, and he doesn't, you know, and he's just like looking out the window, and Steven like says a couple things, and then he goes, "I just can't let her go." 
And Jaru goes, <laughs> I respect that, man. <laughs> but this was right after he had given him a lot of advice about letting her go. Jaru's like, <laughs> just let her go. And Seagal says, I, I just can't let her go. And Jaru says, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I respect that, man. <laughs> I respect that, man. <laughs> the second oh one is uh, they're in the prison, and Steven Seagal <laughs> starts hitting the guard. That pulls him aside because he's got a titanium leg, and the guy's like, "What are you bringing?" Oh, right, he doesn't get through the metal. He doesn't give him an explanation. He just smacks him in the face several times. Yes, he could have just said, "Oh, I have titanium in my leg." Sorry, guy. Oh, you want to play rough? And then Skull's like, "Sorry, I'm not into men." Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And then immediately, Ja Rule starts like beating up on this guy too. I'm like, "All right, this is prison, man." Um. Then there is the chick who. Who adamantly proclaims when you know the FBI lady like calls and the second of can zero six or forty nine or six picks up. She's like, "Who is this?" Blah blah. And the girl's like, "I'm second in command and queen bitch yeah. of the universe." Yeah. Shout That's out to badass. Jen Lund, our own <laughs> alpha alpha queen bee. Yes, continue. <laughs> um, and then finally, my favorite one is, you know, they uh, they ask. Steven Seagal, you know, if he wants to roll with them, he'll give him an exit out. Mm -hmm. You know, the bad guys are like, oh, you should just come with us instead of giving him the, you know, because he wants the Supreme Justice back. And they're like, screw the justice, just we'll give you a way out. And he goes, nah, man, hitchhiking is dangerous. Didn't your mama ever tell you that? That was my my favorite one in the movie. I really love that. That's the moment I think where Seagal really truly earns his cred. His cred. Aside from saying "ite" at the end, that's the moment where a voice that we're gonna hear much more from Seagal later. You gotta watch my lips. It's (laughs) (laughs) "ite." It's like much cuter Uh, when it's Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. Yeah, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker, I was watching his new um, stand-up on Netflix. It's all right. There's moments that I was laughing, but there's also moments where I was like, this seems a little overboard. Okay. Did you have any more <laughs> big one-liners? <laughs> no, that was all I had for one-liners. <laughs> like, okay, non sequitur. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, we're allowed Plague's to talk about other shit on this podcast, yeah. bro. <laughs> now we're going to have a bunch of Chris Rock people hating on us, and that's great. We want that attention, too. Chris Tucker, right? Didn't you Chris say Chris Tucker? Tucker? Yeah. yeah, both of them. Chris Rock had a new one, too, that wasn't that great. Oh, Chris Rock! Chris Rock's his older shit game. is great. I really like the line uh, when Morris Chestnut says uh, to this uh, the third Supreme female Supreme Court justice ever, oh, God. Um, yeah. "You kept your bait fresh." He's when like, he's mo- essentially well, he's like near her face her, and like touching harassing her, her. it's really bone. creepy. Um, he's, he's like, like does he want to bang her? her? Like that's weird. That's an overcooked egg right there. Is that the the bad guy has to get unnecessarily sexually creepy at some point? Um, I feel like we saw that in the last movie as well, or maybe in that Keone Waxman series, where the bad guy will become unnecessarily sexually like creepy. Yeah, no, we saw like, here's, here yeah. we saw it from <laughs> Against the Dark that zombie oh, yeah. vampire starts oh, yeah. to uh, get yeah, after yeah, that like girl. harass that little girl. <laughs> it, it was like you know what else was over this like one of the news things that was going on in the bottom had like something oh, about yeah. environmental like global warming it's like, I was like yeah oh. like steven they, they're like doing 27 a, foot shark found off of great barrier reef or they're something. essentially cutting to cnn and we see the news ticker yeah. all of seagal's uh <laughs> activist uh, items basically yep. are down there all his causes are down there <laughs> running by yeah the 27 foot yeah global warming again yeah. seagal being all about global warming even in the hey Easter but you eggs. know what it worked because we noticed it it did. did we know we didn't notice it. I think Seagal was talking to us once again, just like on uh, on Deadly Ground when he had all the bears. 
This was, this was, he was saying, uh, I think, P. Baron Brown, man, this movie's this is about what, you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Smitty's the warden, of course. Of course. <laughs> El Fuego. El Fuego. El Fuego. He's saying, guys, happy 17th episode. Wait, so Keep what going. happens at the it. end of this movie after all is said and done with the gun battles and everything? What, what, he defines the goal, but he doesn't keep it for himself, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, a bunch of, a bunch well, of shit does, happens. There's a lot of stuff that like, happens even before that. Yeah, I mean, there, so much weird shit happens. If we can just run through it real quick. We find out Don John... Uh, we find out that... <laughs> Don Mo Johnson? No, hold on. Don we Knotts? find out that Mo, Morris Chestnut's Morris name Chestnut. is Don Johnson. Yes. And that his mother raped him, too, which I shouldn't be giggling. Well, no, he actually that. says none of that no, is no, actually... None of that happened. He actually says... At the end of that little speech, that just, that happened. He yeah. was kind of oh, just, you're just playing. He was fucking. Yeah, yeah he, was oh, he was playing. He was playing. He was playing. Motivated. Don Johnson, you're always just tricking me. You're just motivated by green. You just smoking some green. Happy 420. Um, no, I said he was motivated by greed. I thought you said oh. he's smoking some green. No, but <laughs> hey, we didn't mention that we're taping this on 420, guys. Yeah, this is great. it's a pretty beautiful day. Shout out to our, you know, our uh, Mary Jane friendly fans out there. Yeah, and states, and uh, yeah. Yeah, and the feds, and everybody else who has benefited from it, like the people who need it for cancer. And Shout out to the feds. <laughs> we love you guys. <laughs> we love you guys. Keep listening in. <laughs> hey, shout out to Coke, to Pepsi, to Scent of Action Cologne. Wendy's, Qdoba, Telefunken, Steve Harvey. Telefunken Mike's. <laughs> yes, Telefunk yeah. and Steve Harvey. Hey, you'll be proud of me. I had a veggie burrito from uh, Qdoba today. It oh, was great. Dude, I had did been you? there a while. It was so good. Nice. Oh, nice. there. Topped it off with a diet Pepsi. All right. Yeah, okay. 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 Um, yeah, there were people swinging from chains. Um, I really <laughs> like that the prisoners were trying to escape through the hole in the ceiling. Uh, and like falling down repeatedly. Uh, the, it was it death. was a lot like um, the Dark Knight Rises. Um, Nobody oh, was yeah, fit climb. enough to climb this rope except for Ja Rule. <laughs> ja Rule and Steven Seagal somehow were fit enough to climb this rope and just Steven hang Seagal out in the helicopter. Goes up no the problem. rope and comes down several times. Yeah. <laughs> There's a great scene where he just people are talking and then you just see him repel in and he say, just, like, "What's pops up, down right in the mid Didn't your them. mama never tell you? Something like that. Oh um, so ultimately, he steals. He steals the prisoner. He steals the man to be executed. Leonard Lemmy, Lester, Lester, Lemmy. They do an exchange. They so do basically, an exchange. they trade. They do a slow motion exchange. They give yes. up Lester for, for the, the judge. Which is a. I mean, talk about bad. Hit hit the drop for bad, better, and worse. Just real quick, because bad, this is a, a, a huge mistake on Morris Chestnut's part. Sloppy, sloppy. At the point where. You ha have lost your escape from this prison. You're just trying to get out of there. You don't need that money. You just need to get out of there because you're going to lose your freedom. Okay? Right. I want to talk to Morris Chestnut directly, uh, Don okay. Johnson, about okay. this. Yes. Um, throw on a white blazer. Grab tubs. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, what are you doing, man? Because at that point, the justice or the judge is way, way, way more valuable than somebody who's supposed to be executed right now. Right. Right? Do you guys agree with me? Yeah. In I, some ways, but he just wants the money and to get right. out of there. He doesn't he's want not, he doesn't want well, any sort of hostage of situation or anything. Sometimes like that. when you're in a plan that deep, you just get tunnel vision, you know. But she is his ticket out of there, and he chooses not to take that ticket. True. He shoot, I thought I guess he was. That's a good point. I yeah, thought I for sure there point. was going to be a, 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 cr a cr double cross at, at that the, the point. Everybody switch. knew they were fucked, so they're like, you know what? <laughs> we made it this far. Let's but he, he played it. He played it fair. But he does actually end up acquiring the judge again. Yes. No, it's the prisoners <laughs> that cause this whole thing to go south because they jump off the exactly. goddamn thing and start shooting everybody. They're like, That's right. 
Seagal said, Seagal is so peaceful. He says, let him go. This goes back to flavors of this whole, this podcast came full segment, man. Like, it's flavors of the world. You cannot trust your organized behavior because <laughs> at the end of the day, they're, your bitches are prisoners. They're hardened yeah. convicts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they they do Wild they cards. do kind of fuck. They up. asked you for the guns, but then once you give them, it, it's like, all right, well now we have them. Yeah. Shit. So uh, again, an absurd amount of gunfire breaks out. Uh, uh, I I think the highlight of this scene was when people are trying to shoot missiles into the ceiling to shoot the helicopter <laughs> that Steven Seagal and Ja Rule are in, <laughs> yes. and they have time to intercept the missile. They do with it's, machine it's guns. A forty foot roof distance at the very least. It's like uh, it was like the missiles were traveling in slow motion. It, it was one of the most physically impossible <laughs> yes. things I've seen. Basically. I think we've seen since Seagal outrunning the, the train blowing up in. in, in it's uh, as impossible CS2. as you guys changing the name of my segment. Ha <laughs> Julia. <laughs> okay, Keith. Don't worry about it, man. All right, see you. Um, uh, we see a fight between uh, Fuego and Duality, where Ja Dude, Rule. Fuego piece of shit out of that chick. Yeah, where Duet, awesome. uh, where uh, Ja Rule just keeps saying things like "Oh damn" and yeah. "snap" and things oh, like that. Oh shit. Um, the FBI arrives. Steven yells. I wrote that down because I thought that was an amazing <laughs> He does moment. yell. Uh, ja falls with the helicopter to the floor. Yeah, so the helicopter is dan- crashed into the roof earlier and is mm. dangling in a very precarious way. Uh-huh. And when it starts to go down during the shootout, Steven kicks the front windshield out and jumps out, mm-hmm. hangs onto the chains, but yep. Ja Rule does not make it out. It's a sad moment. It's a lot yes. like a, a, that moment in Lost when Boone, Boone falls out of the <laughs> it's tree. It's very similar. Yeah, yeah. It's a similar kind of like weird. You don't see Boone. crashes in slow-moving aircraft too often. Uh, I forgot film. about Boone. Yeah, nobody, t- nobody <laughs> talks about Boone. But then what do we get but a Skippy chase scene? Skippy's being chased by other fucking Skippy. Well, it was one Skippy. I honestly didn't know how we truly got to that it moment. Was, well, it, it was so weird because yeah, once, the shootout, done, <laughs> once I, the shootout was done. I do not know how that happened. Once the shootout. They just cut that like immediate yeah once the shootout was done they were like all right go get the judge she's in the cell block she's in like this cell over there and then they go and they get her and it's like chestnut does? some different no 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 this is like Seagal and, Seagal and the FBI, and, the FBI. A- and like someone brings her back and it's like some random chick that was not her and they're like right shit okay, they yes. did the, they did the bait and switch or okay, whatever okay yeah all right i didn't i did not so get that they <laughs> all escaped on the helicopter the judge lester and um Morris chestnut right Mm. And this is where the Skippy chase ensues. The Seagal Skippy chase gets, is, okay. a, is at oh, 50,000 feet in the air. It was so Ooh, high. Skip, 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 it was skip, so skip, high. Skip, skip, I could not believe it. It was higher than <laughs> us on 420. Yes. <laughs> um, so what happens? Does Morris Chestnut throws the judge out of the Skippy. And or she does. falls out? No, he, no, throws, he her throws her out. He throws her out. But and Seagal in the following Skippy jumps dude, out. He puts on a fucking pair of sunglasses and dives out like a bat out of <laughs> yeah, hell. Yeah, dude, I was like... He wastes no time. Steven, I cannot believe this movie got less than... A, like, I just... Who the fuck was watching this and did not give this at least a somewhat of a decent rating? This was great. I also like that Steven wears sunglasses for two yeah, frames the of the film earlier when yeah. he throws the smoke canisters into the, <laughs> yeah, into the yeah, bad yeah, guy's yeah, lair. That was also which cool. is a lot like the scene from Under Siege 2 when he sets the, the train <laughs> on fire. Um, uh... Yeah, so Seagal jumps out of a helicopter. Yep, which saves is, her. Which must be miles in the air because he falls. It, Mission Impossible style. For It's a great... Like a, yeah, helicopters can't... He clearly yeah, was a, supposed to be a plane jump, but it was from yes. a helicopter. Because helicopters can't be above clouds and stuff like that. Yeah, right. it was, No, yeah. it was absolutely a ju- jump yeah. from a plane. Yeah. Okay. Here, here's another question. Can you catch up with somebody falling? Yeah. Yeah. It depends how they're falling, though. If, yeah. they're, if, they, if they're falling like in a straight kind of pencil shape, whatever, they're going to be going really fast. But mm-hmm. if they spread out like... Kind of like and their arms penciled. and legs out, and you're penciling. I think you could. 
reasonably. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm sure it's extremely difficult to I do. I want all those smart people. Oh, there's possible. probably a time it's limit. Possible. There's a time limit. No, you can, but there's a time frame of when you won't be able to anymore. If she's falling long enough, you won't be able to catch up. I want our, our well-educated listeners to tweet us at Seriously Seagal. Hit us up on Facebook, Seriously Seagal. Can Steven do that? Is yeah, that I guess possible? that's more of a math problem. Yeah, it's kind but, of a math problem. Figure, yeah. yeah, show us at least the math problem. Even if you, even show if you don't us have the, the math. Yeah. <laughs> show us the math. Uh, okay, we see that Alan Arkin has a suicide bomb on him. He got it in the weapons cache scene. Oh, he, he, my loaded his, himself. he loaded himself up with grenades and everything. And he has this like smirk on his face when he pulls the pins out and then like turns towards uh, Maurice Chestnut. Maurice Chestnut's like, oh no. It and was great. Boom! Explosion. And we, we knew that he was going to sacrifice him. <laughs> we also called that, that <laughs> yeah, he was yeah, going to sacrifice did. himself skip, skip. In, in some very important way. Skippy, skippy, skippy. Of course, he, he had also, Alan Arkin had also told Stephen where the gold is. Yep. It would have been a much more Coen Brothers thing for that never to have uh, <laughs> come up again. Come gold, up again. Yeah. And we never find the, the gold. All right. Prison but, life returned to normal, I guess, after that. Ja Rule was fine. He's okay. Stephen was visiting him, giving him a pounds through the glass. But the, he, he released him. So Stephen uses his finding of this, this huge cachet of the $200 million of gold or whatever to leverage to get Ja Rule out. So they were boys in the end. You know, he got were. him out. I was wondering what... He what was like, legal, how fast can you get your clothes on? Yeah. You know, so he got right. him out. He was free. What legal ramifications what? these guys had for that, <laughs> that prison sequence? Yeah, right. Are they heroes? Are they in prison if for longer now? If you ask Twitch, now? he's a hero. Shit, he was telling his girlfriend all about it. I guess we're going to have to find out in, in the sequel in the to this se- Yeah, we're going to have to get the sequel. Half past dead. Does Twitch have to almost die for that, to really, for that sequel title to make sense? To Prob- be truly yes, half probably. past dead. He has a probably. really great... So yeah, the, the movie's over. It was crazy. It was great. They pe- people pounded out, and it's the end of the movie. We have this scene with uh, Twitch and his uh, extra-large lady friend. Monique, Monique, played by Monique. Played by Monique. Monique's got a, a special cameo in the credits. And they're basically the Tom Arnold and Anthony Anderson from Exit Wounds scene. They just they just let these guys go. They yeah. how long? It was like it five was like, minutes, right? It was a right? long yeah, time. Yeah, for a long there? time. It was a oh, long time. Oh, they definitely time. cut because they had to cut between the two angles and stuff. And like they start that, talking about... Uh, Shake, shake it, baby. Shake it, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I want to see you shake it, baby. It's and like, so <laughs> ends one of the greatest chapters in Steven Seagal's <laughs> wonderful history. In his twitching Monique. Oh, yes, oh Monique twitching. But honestly, this was one of the best movies. I had so much fun. Uh, I've ever seen great. in my life. It was great. Thumbs up. Fuck you, Citizen Kane. Yeah. And uh, although uh, you know this movie had a great ending, there are some other ways it could have ended too. Yeah. Want to hear some? Want to talk about some? Let's do it. Should we go there? We're going. Lather up on that sunscreen. Let's do it. I guess you you don't you don't burn, do you? I'm, I do burn. Remember when we really? used to bust? Yeah. Back in Cape Cod, I get some burns, mainly on my shoulders, but but not on the island. Oh, hey, what's up, man? Is that Screwface? Yep, it's still me. <laughs> hey, what's up, Screwface? <laughs> what's going on, man? Hey, man, you have any alternate endings to this film, brother? Dude, my alternate. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have. <laughs> An alternate ending to this whole thing. My alternate ending would just be that, again, again. Okay, so I guess I got two alternate. Can I say that? I got two alternate endings, rather. It's ridiculous, but I'll allow it. Hey, man, you got fucking two of you, so <laughs> let me have this. And twins. <laughs> and twins. And twins. The first ending would be really fast. It would be when Sonny comes in the room to have the whole, you know, 
wire, like the polygraph test. Steven just murders him right then and there, like he would have done in 1990. Sunny Egg farts. Yeah, this yeah. guy yeah. sets yeah. off the whole a thing. A couple he's, inept people yeah. guarding him and Ja Rule, who he's boys with and would understand. So I would have just killed him right there if I was 90 Seagal. So that was the first alternate <laughs> ending. <laughs> I like the idea of 90 Seagal being in this movie, like Gino <laughs> Felino from... Uh, uh, out for Justice yeah. is in this movie, and he just kills the guy in the first two minutes, Dude, and then the movie yeah. ends, and the director's all pissed off. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be number one. What else one. you got? The second would be when they go to the prison. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> the second would be that they beat up. So obviously, Stigall like has these like people like they you know that they're falling or whatever, and Steven Stigall just like bans all these guys together, but instead of like working to get back to prison, he like gets all these people to work together to escape Alcatraz. <laughs> that would make be a little more sense. Yeah, it would. And that'd then they just like leave, they just leave everybody there. And then the <laughs> FBI agent is like on the phone with Seagal, and she's like, "Where are you?" And he's like doing laps, and he's like, "I can't talk right right now." They're all just like ha- like a part. Of s- some of them are like on Little Joe, just like floating down. <laughs> <laughs> like some of them are just like fight. Like each of them are taking turns, like fighting off the sharks. Like Seagal is like <laughs> teaching them mid swim how to fight off sharks, and like everyone's like taking turns. <laughs> <laughs> he's teaching them how to fight off sharks. And then when they get to the shore, Seagal suddenly realizes that he's part of like. The FBI is like, freeze, everybody down. <laughs> and then he turns on them? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, it's, I didn't say it was going to be a happy ending. <laughs> but it's a great ending. <laughs> I like one. the idea of, of the prisoners ganging up and putting uh, uh, ignoring the, the other plot of the movie and putting on a production of Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And Joe gets to be, little Joe gets to be Maurice to plant. No, oh, that'd be so great. Oh, well, Smitty, you got any alternate endings? <laughs> All right. All right. Stay with me on this one. Okay. okay. All right, okay, so the movie's but... playing out like it is. Sure. Um, basically, the conclusion in which, you know, he finds the gold, the, the, the helicopter explosion happens and whatnot. Oh, so course, after, after he finds the gold, we actually see him continuing and trying to take down Sonny. Mm-hmm. So they eventually, Seagal and, and Sonny meet up in some sort of head-to-head battle. Um, Seagal kills Sonny but is mortally wounded and dies soon thereafter. Sure. Next scene, we go back to the prison. Agent Williams comes in Ooh. and talks to Ja Rule. Yep. Let's him know Seagal is dead. But you know, he worked That's out a a, he worked he's worked out a deal and we've you know, we figured that we want you and Twitch yep. to come work for us Ooh. undercover. Okay. Twitch like Twitch and Ja Rule then continue and go and do a mission. Ja Rule. Unfortunately, perishes. <laughs> At the oh end of the movie, <laughs> Twitch is left alone, questioning <laughs> what he's going to be doing. That leads us straight into our sequel, oh, uh, nice. Fast Fast Dead Two, with Twitch and Goldberg. Are you pulling a Keone Waxman where you're you're writing the second <laughs> movie of a trilogy yes. last? <laughs> yep, it's exactly like it's exactly what I'm doing. I would like to see a movie where uh, our guy tonight tells Seagal where the gold is is buried, but we don't see anything about it at the end. In the next movie, we get Half Past Dead. Two. Here's my new Half Past okay. Dead Two. Okay, okay. Ja and Seagal are back, but Stephen tragically dies in the movie. <laughs> Not, but not before telling Ja where the, where the gold, gold is, is buried. Nice. In Half Past Dead Three, <laughs> Twitch and Ja are together now. At last, Ja has replaced his his old partner with this up and comer Twitch, who's really good at swinging from uh, chains. Chains. Yeah. chains. Uh, 
Tragically, Ja dies in this film, but not before telling Twitch where the gold is buried. Nice. Okay, number okay. four. Let's keep okay. Going. Yeah. Seagal is back, <laughs> and he's partnered up with Twitch. Oh, man. But Twitch tragically dies. Of course, not before telling Seagal where the gold, the gold is buried. Is. And so on and so on. <laughs> it just okay. keeps going. Like yeah, it. that's my idea for an ending movie series of Half Past Dead. Or, and every, 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 every subsequent movie, it'll be 31 past dead, then 32 past dead, then 35 past dead. <laughs> oh, and God. on the 15th movie, you get to quarter, quarter till dead. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nice. Um, I also thought that uh, <laughs> I would like some stuff that Seagal could just do with that money is, hey, maybe not, maybe why not find those plucky young podcasters from the East Coast of uh, the United States? And kill them on film. Kill them on yeah. film. Bring them to Poland. Bring them to Romania. Pay, bring them us, some, to, pay, them a, pay us a couple gold bars. You yeah, know? pay us some Kugrins, whatever you got. Yeah. Bring us to the Ukraine. Bring us to Bosnia Ooh, and he Herzegovina. He's going to be taking us to a different place next week, though. I'll tell you that. Really? Yeah, he is going to be taking us to somewhere Flav, else. tell me. What do we got yeah, next week? What? what are we in store? I'm ready. <laughs> We're in for 2005's Into the Sun. Oh, yes. 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 I've just seen the cover of this movie Steven a lot. Seagal is Travis Hunter. Like it. <laughs> when a government official is killed, an American operative, Travis Hunter, with experience in mm. the Yakuza culture... Do you think that's the goal? Is brought in to investigate. Yes. He's Asian. <laughs> he can play whatever he wants to play. So... <laughs> We're going to be going to Japan, and some of these reviews say that if you're a lover of martial arts and Asian culture, you're going to get a lot out of this movie. Nice. So, Hopefully some snaps. Probably more hand-to-hand, hopefully. Th- yeah, so... Yeah, ho- hopefully we're going to see Stephen bowing a lot and speaking in broken <laughs> English to yeah. people who don't speak English. <laughs> oh, he's going to be representing Japan on the behalf of Japan, I guess. Oh, just nice. like he did for the Inuits in On Deadly Ground. <laughs> he's good at doing that. I'm going to guess an elder is going to die in this movie. That's a pretty good bet. I would, <laughs> I'm not going to bet against that one. So yeah, that. no, there, this, yeah, a lot of people have enjoyed this. Yeah, so everybody out there, check it out. Into the Sun. Catch up with us on our podcast. Listen to all our podcasts. They're really yeah. fun. Watch all of Seagal's movies. Uh, one al- another alternate ending I had just for this movie was that uh, Seagal adopts Ja Rule, and they move to Alaska, and they're <laughs> safe there. <laughs> Um, Are they though? Because you know what happened in Alaska with Steven Seagal. That's a good point. Shenanigans happen in Alaska. Uh, I know, I know. But we had a lot of fun tonight. Again, thank you, uh, everybody for listening. Thank you for your listeners. Thank you guys. This has been a lot of fun. Love you guys. No, that was great. Dude, this was, movie was a lot was of fun. Good, good time tonight. We had a really um, good time. I'm rate us, review some... us on iTunes. It always helps us out. And I think I'm gonna mm. go get some Wendy's. Oh, oh beautiful! There you go. Nice, oh. good job, Raj. I might go to Qdoba, except it's not open right now. <laughs> oh man, I would go to Qdoba if it was open too. I like it. Queso nice. Diablo. Yeah. All right. This has been Queso Diablo. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> Pea Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Flavor. Mr. Smoothie. And this is Seriously Seagal. In Tokyo, Japan, the Yakuza crime empire has flourished since the time of the samurai. But a new breed of criminal has emerged. Together, Japan and America. To stop them and the drug empire they control, the FBI will need more than satellites and space-age technology. Travis? Guess who? They'll have to turn to the one man who has mastered the traditions of old. Look who has returned. One, one last piece of work and then I'm finished. And the techniques of the new. Welcome to the crime scene. Quick, loud, 
came out of nowhere. Tongs and Yakuza working together. That American sounds like a problem to me. I'm going right in that front door. Steven Seagal, Into the Sun. Will you excuse me for just one second?